Alright guys, Josh Rivera here, Josh Talk episode number 8. I'm here with my good friend Musa. I told you guys I'd be bringing on a guest this week. And here we are, Musa, CTO of Federis, full stack developer, entrepreneur. What else we got Musa? What other titles for you? Yeah, hi guys. First of all, thank you very much Josh. Uh, thank you for having me. And Definitely. yeah, uh, Josh did a pretty good introduction already. Uh, I'm pretty good into uh, the tech stack. Like I started my career with uh, information technology, uh, started my career um, like early in this uh, early ages, like when I was 14, 15, got really heavy into uh, development, based my skills uh, on that, started freelancing work um, in different few companies. And yeah, so it's uh, been a long journey and I'm glad to, you know, share uh, my thoughts with you today 14 15 huh it's early yeah i mean yeah it's it's, it's early but um i i would say I, I didn't had a very social life it was my hobby yeah. uh, which i turned into my full-time passion yeah, you know passion. my full-time career and uh, that's what i have been doing from then until now yeah. and that's my bread and butter uh, my main bread and butter and uh, I have been also focusing on different other businesses that I'm currently building um, Yeah, likewise. Yeah, and you're about to turn 22, right? I am about to turn 22 next year in February. Yeah, it's scary. Huh? I still got a few months I like after every month uh, every single day. I feel Bro, older and older like a week I'm scared, man. 22, because 21, like you're working, you have these clients, everyone thinks you're a whiz kid that, you know, you get benefit yeah. of the doubt whenever you're doing work. But we're exactly. About like, uh, like when you're 18, 19, you have the benefit, uh, you just can go anywhere and then you are, you have the special attention in, attention in the room. Yeah. Now, when you turn, you know, older, older, you don't get that special treatment. So that kind of sucks. Screwed. Yeah. 21, you're definitely still a kid, but 22, it's just like you're, you're like everyone else. Exactly. But yeah, man. So let's talk about how we met. We met through our good mutual friend, Polly Boy, right? Mr. Paul. Yeah, Nowak. exactly. I remember. I remember last year, 2021, uh, in the in the crypto boom, we were uh, both uh, heavily invested into it. Uh, sure. Also, like financially and you know, uh, business-wise. So yeah, it was a pretty crazy journey. Definitely, crypto um, bull runs are always a lot of fun. Um, I think we both lost a lot of money. Cumulatively, yeah, yeah, a loss, uh, loss here and there, but also gained <laughs> gained a lot of experience. Like for me, it was uh, what I I didn't lose anything. I didn't put a lot of money into it. Yeah. Um, I basically, um, you know, earned a lot first, and then you know I was yeah. wasn't you know prepared to take profits and all that stuff. We yeah. we can talk about it later, but that's how I think it is for being for everyone. Oh, hundred percent. I think we both, you know, a similar situation where we both made, you know, a good amount, but you know, exactly. lost some of the profits, just those unrealized gains that are killer yeah. when everything is so uh, euphoric. But yeah, man, let's talk about, you want to talk about first your background. You know, I know you grew up in Germany. I don't know the exact city. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but yeah, I'm, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Originally I'm from Pakistan, basically. Uh, I mean, I moved to Germany uh, when I was 14, um, for and and 14 at the beginning 15. Since then, I've been uh, living in Germany, my family and every, everyone. Uh, else, I did uh, my high school education in in Pakistan, but uh, after that, uh, no, basically it's my secondary education in Pakistan and high school here in Germany, and then now I'm also doing bachelors and uh, yeah, uh, in early early 15. 
15 years uh, of my age, I got interest in, you know, uh, making websites and the technology all in all. I was, I felt special when someone, you know, uh, in, in the classroom when I knew things which other people didn't. So that was kind of my dopamine, which I was getting, um, like uh, helping other people. And that encouraged me more and more to get into tech stuff. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, I started then. Uh, the things were really really um yeah motivation motivational for me i started first very very in the very beginning starting started making websites with wordpress mm-hmm. uh bought, bought my first ever domain made my own website and moving on further i you know just started freelancing i just i told my family friends and they, they were interested about it i we have the equivalent of craigslist in germany mm-hmm. um ebay client it's it's ebay uh, kind of but equivalent of craigslist i just listed some ads few ads there mm-hmm. as a student you know like i didn't had a company or anything i just listed ads i will make a website for you and i i got you know contracts like three four hundred dollars just as a kid you know going to school 10th grade and you would make like three four hundred bucks in in just a weekend like saturday sunday it was weekend job and yeah it was pretty good money for that yeah and um uh, after that when i saw my parents saw that and i got more motivation i was kind of the tech star in in you know in my school we had a pretty big digitalization phase where every everything got digitalized in our school we had these big monitors big boards whiteboards and all the teachers you know they are pretty old um, and they weren't you know sure how to you know go with the technology yeah. and i was the main main you know uh, point of contact you know everyone uh, was coming to me helping asking for help and i i, I remember i was uh, even giving tuition to my own teachers i they were paying me <laughs> yeah. um i remember that like 15 dollars uh 15 euros per hour my my french teacher used to pay me to just teach him you know how to use word and excel yeah uh, when you were how crazy. old 10th grade i was I was 17, 17 that time. Okay. Yeah. That's really so, <clears throat> yeah. And then um, uh, I, I started, you know, uh, in programming, my interest got bigger and bigger. And I remember with uh, when I was 17, starting of 18, uh, 18th year, I landed my first biggest client. Mm-hmm. Um, I still remember that was the biggest boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 20K, around something or somewhere around 20K client. And yeah, it was crazy, crazy money. Uh, I think I finished that project in around two and a half, three months. Yeah, yeah, that's really um, 17, 17 years old, huh? Exactly, and yeah. that's, that's basically once I once I got that project, I was you know like sweating all around because I did, I wasn't <laughs> even sure. I w- yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't even sure if I'm going to able to manage that product, you know, yeah. project myself if I'm going to deliver what I have promised, but. Yeah. So, uh, w- one thing I learned, one thing I learned is you have to put yourself in a difficult position first, and then you will find the solution. So, first, put put yourself in a difficult solution, this uh, position, and the solution will follow automatically. Same so, goes for yeah. you know all the digital market. Everyone that wants to start their own agency or any business, you got to just land the client, yeah. and you'll learn along exactly. the way. If you try to prepare for yeah. too many months, I mean, it's just you're wasting your time yeah. procrastinating. If if someone so that's that's how I tre- deal with opportunities. So if an opportunity is there, if someone is offering me, you know, like a very very good opportunity, but I have to learn how to fly a plane for it, 
I would accept the job offer or uh, the opportunity and I will learn to fly the yeah. plane later. You know, yeah. that's something always you can all the hard skills, everything is learnable, doable. So you just need to be optimistic. Definitely. So when you first started getting into coding, what you said when you were 14, you learned about, you know, developing in WordPress. Did you learn that online or that was from your parents? You heard something and just tried it out? No, my my parents, no, and not none of uh, my family members or even in my uh, far away relatives okay. uh, are into tech. Like I have doctors, architects, everyone in the family, but in okay. the IT, it was the first. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I have it, it's all self-learn, um, you know, just by learning and doing uh, testing, practicing. Just you have to stick into you. You have to stick a lot of time into it. Yeah, that's Definitely. that's something dedication, passion. That's the only thing that it requires any skill, basically. And yeah, just uh, Google, just you need to type three words, how to, and you will find your solution. Basically, Google is your best friend. And YouTube. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's the same. Yeah. But for the self-learned stuff, you know, there's so many people, you know, coming out of high school or however old they may be, they may be 30 years old and, and don't want to do, don't, yeah. you know, know what they want to do, midlife crisis. If you mm -hmm. want to learn, you know, how to get into coding, developing, I mean, there's so much free content on YouTube, right? Or so many free courses. Mm -hmm. Where would you suggest, is there one specific course or some site that, or some coding language that you want to start off with first? Or, you know, what would you recommend to someone that is just interested in, in learning about? Um, yeah, yeah. So um, the thing is in on YouTube, you can find a lot of content, but the only problem with YouTube is that the content is not structured. Yeah, you don't have a learning path. Uh, you can find uh, specific things um, for if you want to learn, if you want to learn a specific thing, but you won't find something which is, you know, combined into a package it, learning path, basically. So if you learn like that, it's also a way uh, to learn, but you will have your, like, you will get confused very quickly, you know, like you will learn about servers, how servers work, then what's domain, what's hosting, you know, you can get confused pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So what I, what helped me was... Um, I found a, for example, a platform which had a learning path, a learning schedule, learning system. The videos were not so interactive. The they were a little boring, but they had a system. You know, I built my foundations uh, uh, on that. It's the platform called Linda, I think. Uh, now LinkedIn, LinkedIn bought it. It's called LinkedIn Learning. Okay. But there are similar uh, platforms like Udemy, if you want to go paid. Uh, mm -hmm or uh, Skillshare, for example, they have, you know, full courses. So, or even if you are looking for YouTube uh, content, just look for playlists, you know, some, some YouTubers make playlists with all the, you know, videos into it. Yeah. And then once you grasp, uh, grasp the, you know, uh, concept, then you can uh, go look for individual uh, yeah, modules that you, that interests you. And then you can, you know, further build your skills on that. Definitely. And they gamify some of these courses, right? So I know that for the blockchain, you know, Solidity, they have crypto zombies. You're, you're familiar with that, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's a way that you can gamify, you know, learning learning Solidity. But it seems that you're a big believer where if you do have a couple of dollars to spend, it's worth putting out those few dollars to get a very organized course that's going to save mm -hmm. you a bunch of time and, and be able to get you from A to Z much quicker than an organized on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people ask me, uh, my friends, family members, they, they ask me, yeah, uh, hey, let, let, let me give you here $1,000, $500 or give me advice. Uh, yeah. How should I invest? You know, the main advice that I give them is, you know, um, that the be best investment that you can make from this amount of money is in your own self. Yeah. You know, 
build build your skill set. Yeah. So that's the best investment. If you have five hundred dollars, build yeah. some skill on that from that, and then you can maybe sell that skill monetize for that, five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, monetize that skill. Mon- put put invest money in your own self. That's yeah. the best investment you can do. Yeah, your your ten x rule is my favorite rule. I don't know. If yeah, you know, <laughs> that's, that's my rule. Um, but yeah, man, I want to talk about you going to university as well. You're about to wrap up, right? You're in your last year. Um, I talk about yeah. how you know it didn't really work out for me and how I ended up leaving. But for some people, it's definitely the right decision. What makes you? Because you you know you're very successful and and you're on your way to be doing some crazy things here in the next few years. So what is the reason that you're finishing it out and getting a degree and then planning to go to grad school? There is no specific reason behind it. It just um, let me tell you, like I am not gaining anything from university, like from um, yeah, from the skills that would help me. It's just the title I'm running after. Um, I'm also going to start my master's soon, and the only thing I'm running behind is the PhD, the doctor title. Yeah. You know, I just want it's it's just cool to you yeah. know have the title, the doctor. Um, in front of your name that's the only thing and because my parents have a pretty good academic um, history my my father was a uh, is is a mathematics lecturer professor so yeah that's uh, that's all uh, nothing nothing but i'm also a workaholic you know i i my my daily work schedule is like 18 hours a day or something yeah, i, I yeah. W- wake up at 7 7 a.m and He's never work like till, uh, never. 2 <laughs> 2 a.m or something yeah, like that yeah, yeah. so not everyone has to do it or can do it you know like yeah. it's it's just how things are from me right now i don't know even how long i can continue with that <laughs> definitely and i agree with that i mean i was speaking with someone the other day and i think it was i spoke about this with you as well if you are going to get that four-year degree might as well get the master's right because if you're going to go and say you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to build your business if you're raising funds you want to go the vc route there is a possibility they might ask, you know, especially if you're a young kid where you went to university and a four year degree is just don't think that that's going to bring you any leverage. Right. A master's degree yeah. is something that might bring you a little bit. Exactly. Of or even I mean, master's is also like pretty normal. It doesn't yeah. bring you that um, tangible value. But if you have your doctor's doctor yeah. behind your name, if you're connected with a project, it is going to like you can sell shit basically. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. So that's why if, if you are going to go the school route and you do want to be an entrepreneur, I mean, I would think that, you know, master's even. Yeah, doctorate. so like if you want to do something, just do it properly. Yeah? yeah, if you're going to go to school route, then be the best at it. Like go like it doesn't make sense to, you know, just do bachelor's because it will. Everyone has a bachelor, you know, yeah. like it will. It won't separate you from others. So yeah, that's. Exactly. That's that's the or if you want to you know drop out or you don't want to go to college, if you want to be an entrepreneur, then be the best entrepreneur. You know, do something different. Um, yeah. But you're right. I mean, whatever you're doing, you have to hit it at 150 uh, miles per hour. It's funny because, um, you know, I was speaking with one of my longtime friends the other day, and he's kind of still you know here where where we grew up and and doing this and that. And he came up to me and he was like, you know, it's been four years out of high school now. And he tells me, you know, man, you know, I think I'm going to do, you know, 50% party, you know, because he's been, you know, partying and having fun all, all these last years. It's like, I think I'm going to do 50% party and then 50% work now. I'm like, you can't do 50, 50 like, if you're going to go party, party, like, just have fun. If you're going to do work, exactly. you better be 150% in, because if you're not, there's no point. Yeah. There's just it's, no, it's yeah. 100% true. Yeah. yeah. So it's also, I mean, there's differences between, junior, uh, you know, German universities in the U.S. Um, if you could just 
in in a few sentences like what I mean who would you recommend university to you know a kid coming out of high school um, American universities are on average much more expensive right mm-hmm. would you recommend an average Joe that doesn't really know what they want to do to go to university and if they're obviously if they're taking loans I'm assuming you're probably gonna say it's not worth it but mm-hmm. even if it's paid for right the opportunity of cost of spending all this time in school when you could be working on something else obviously you did both but that mm-hmm. is a very rare case so mm-hmm. who would you recommend university to coming out of high school so uh, first of all if you have to take debt uh, like loan uh, yeah. something like that uh, to go to university don't do it it's it's a waste of money if you don't know like what you what you have uh, planned for uh, you know if you have a basic utility for it or not but in germany uh, for example education is free you know it's it's basically nothing uh, like the semester fee is i think 3 400 euros every 6 months you know so it's pretty much no- nothing so my strategy to someone uh, who has no plan you know what whatever uh, to do i would say go to university you don't have to sit in lectures. Let me tell you the benefits for a university. You have a great social environment. You have a lot of people to connect with. You have professors. You can pick their brain. Uh, you can start your own startups from because you need a team. You know, uh, all the people in, in the university are employment mindsets. You know, most of them. So you not can, in the U.S. That's the problem. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, like, I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, you can build teams, for example, yeah. even do partnerships. But you, you cannot do, you cannot move things alone. You know, you, that's that's the wrong mindset. So you need you need partners. So you need to network. So uh, you go there. You have free internet. You have uh, cafeteria. You get cheap food. So basically, you will spend the whole day there, and you will first of all save your expenses. You just rent out a small place to. That's my strategy. You know, that's what I'm what I'm thinking. If you are really broke, you don't have money. Uh, and uh, you don't know what to do just go there spend your whole day uh, that's free office for you basically you know it's free workspace 100% so use it as that and I've heard of people as well that you know do very something that's very similar to what you're talking about right they move next to a university that is you know they just want to explore they want to pick professors minds they want to meet other students cheap food internet etc you know nice places to work I've heard of people that go to lectures you know lectures that have over 50 people the teachers or professors, they aren't counting the amount of people. So if you really want to learn something and you really don't have the money for it, don't take the loan. You can go to these lectures for free. Any big university exactly. here in the U.S., you can just walk in. Yeah, you just won't have the degree. But you is is the degree important to you? You do have to decide for yourself. Yeah. You know, like is the degree important for you, or is the skill or the knowledge? You know, definitely. And and what do you think? I mean, obviously, if you're going to law school, if you're going to med school, if you know corporate corporate route, you know, any kind of asset management, even asset management nowadays, you know, you can kind of build your fund by yourself and then expand from there. Um, but would you yeah. say there's anything else other than like law school, med school, um, maybe, you know, corporate asset management? I think uh, I don't have much experience in that field, but I think that's it's for now. Like uh, architecture and all the arts, you know, a lot of people do that, for example, like the creative, creative side of the fields. Definitely. Uh, that's pretty interesting, I think. Definitely, man. So let's switch gears a little bit. Let's go more into something that's focused on people that are already building their own businesses, entrepreneurs, or people that want to be entrepreneurs and and trying to build Mm -hmm. something. When it comes to productivity, right, you have a crazy ass sleep schedule. 
You have a crazy yeah. sour <laughs> And out of anyone I know, you have the crazy sour It works amazing for me because you're like living on my, on, you know, PST and, and you're in Germany. Um, exactly. So why does this work for you? Obviously, all these gurus online are telling, you know, us to go to sleep at 10 p.m., wake up at 5 every morning, which is somewhat similar to what I do, actually. Um, but why does it work for you? Um, I found out that um, like a lot of people, uh, like a lot of millionaires uh, tell you, yeah, do this, do that. Uh, that's their body, you know, like that's yeah. how they feel. It's your body knows better what you want. So like whatever feels best for you, don't let uh, someone else dictate your life. You know, you know your body, uh, body better. So if you if you feel like, you know, working the most productive at 3 a.m., then work at 3 a.m., you know. Like who is stopping you? Like it, it will first of all give get you more done, and uh, you can you can do whatever you want. But I think that that doesn't matter. Like not at for all. for me at least right now, yeah. No, not at all. And so, what is the reason that you're on the schedule? Is it because you just think you're more productive? You know, everything else is cut out from like two to you know five a.m. Is that the reason, or is it just? Yeah, basically, yeah. I have more focus. There's a lot like quiet everyone is quiet no disturbance i yeah that's that's the main reason first of all and uh, i mean i i start when it's dark and i i stop when it's dark so basically (laughs) i'm a night owl i mean i work pretty crazy hours like i sleep only i like four to five hours max um um, is my sleep schedule like yesterday it was I, i think i didn't even sleep like properly I, I went to sleep like 7 a.m. and I woke up like a few hours after. And then since then I'm I'm working. It's it's uh, midnight right now. <laughs> so yeah, but not everyone has because I'm doing a lot of different things. I'm doing full time university. I'm uh, also uh, a full time consultant at a uh, at a company. I'm doing you know taking that responsibility also, and then also running my own company, which adds up. You know, like uh, it's, it's oh, a lot yeah, of responsibility you take. Yeah. Definitely. And you only only have twenty four hours a day, so. Yeah, I mean, he's not lying, to you guys. I mean, every time I text Musa, Musa is always online. <laughs> no matter the time, <laughs> no matter the time, you're always up. Um, but I do want to touch on. You spoke about focus brief, briefly, right? So when it comes to focus, I feel like this is something that you know every single entrepreneur that I know is is really doing it. They all are trying to focus on focus, right? Focus on building up their focus and how long they can last in one session mm-hmm. or just straight work right because if you can have mm-hmm. focus for two hours you can beat out someone that's working for 12 hours and, and daily exactly down, right yeah so do you have certain methods like productivity hacks do you you know only work on one monitor maybe do you do you work out do you meditate do you write in your journal to keep you you know on track do you put your phone on airplane mode do you have any hacks for you know anyone out there that's working on their focus i'm also kind of still figuring that part of out uh, but what i have find out is the most time I have able to keep myself focused is like maximum three to four hours Mm -hmm. Uh, like when I'm especially when I'm programming you know that's where you have to you know of course stop with everything else you know you you need a proper environment you don't want anyone to be calling you don't want anyone to be knocking your door you know that kind of stuff um but yeah i have three monitors in front of me uh that's kind of a requirement for yeah. me like you know, one side i'm researching on the other side i'm programming and all stuff i have you know i, ca- I can't even uh, imagine working without you know less than two two monitors or so Definitely. but 
that's a pretty uh, interesting thing yeah once you have the momentum built yeah focus and momentum yeah. yeah momentum is the most important thing once you are in the momentum and if it's broken then you're gone you lost you have to start over again momentum is it's crazy that you brought that up because it's so huge i remember um you know when i was exiting from yellow duck and then i kind of took this trip when i saw you in europe right i had that month period because obviously i'll you know before that it was a good 10 months of just straight work yeah taking that break yes you know it's good i have like a, a lot of issue with balance i'm either all in or all out so i took yeah. that month break where i was pretty much all out right and it took another month to get back in the momentum now i'm finally like a few months later now i'm finally firing on you know all angles right now but it's it's very difficult to get that momentum back so <laughs> at least in my experience i don't know about you but it's exactly exactly that's 100 percent same like if i for example sometimes i i mean i don't if I work like hard, I work hard. And if I sleep, I sleep like crazy. I, sometimes yeah. I sleep like for 24 hours, you know, straight. Um, so no one is waking me up. Yeah, literally. Like, and, and I feel it like also same way because once I am, for example, taking a break or going on vacations or something like that, my work schedule is not that crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, and once I am in the comfort zone, it's really hard to get out of the comfort zone. You know, oh, you are feeling lazy. So difficult. Uh, you, don't, you don't want to work, but now I'm working. You can give me like a ton shit of work right now at still out. midnight. I can, yeah. you know, put out a lot of content right now. Yeah. So um, it's, it's just the training of your mind, I think. A million percent. Do you have anything where like certain things that I'm working on right now, obviously like I'm dieting really hard. I'm trying to be in the gym. Um, I mean, I am in the gym pretty much every single day. Um, do you worry about your diet? And then also, do you do things like, for me right now, two hours before bed, I'm trying to decrease the amount of, you know, um, blue light that I'm consuming to try to wind down. Do you think that's all bullshit in your opinion? You're just going to sleep, you're going on your phone, waking up, working. Um, what are your thoughts on, on dieting? And then like- I, I don't think that's bullshit. I'm right with you, but I think uh, I'm, pretty crazy with that like i have like till the last minute i have yeah. light in front of my eyes yeah that's um i that's i have built a habit that i like put something on on, on my laptop uh before i go to sleep like that's the, the last half and uh, half hour okay. or one hour i just put something on netflix because that's my routine now you know on netflix and then i just sleep once i've fell sleepy just turn off the laptop and go to sleep basically that's my bedtime but i have to you know uh, get rid of it maybe or uh, do something else some healthy exercises um i don't train um uh, i just do normal normal act like normal walking uh or something like that i i used to play badminton but since i have moved to my new house i bought a house i told you yeah yeah no it's not far but that basically I, I was in a team like in a in a playing team which uh basically left you know okay because it's it's the distance yeah. uh, uh it's it's in a different city now so yeah that's why i can't you know continue that sport so yeah i have to definitely get you know work on my body itself yeah. but you're right but man. my rule is right now my, my rule is right now uh six cars first and then six packs later <laughs> there we go there we go maybe six properties too before yeah. before the pack yeah. <laughs> um for the netflix it's funny funny you brought that up is it so obviously you're working all day you're you know your brain's moving um for the 18 hours a day that you're working that last 30 minutes that you're watching netflix is it like some kind of dumb tv or is it something that just you just from? cool down 
just but, to cool down. But it's no, something... nothing, nothing to learn, not nothing to learn. Yeah. yeah, just to cool down. That's what I found. So I was doing that for a little bit, but I would just turn on like the dumbest TV, like something that would yeah. just take not like it would make me not think about anything and just yeah, laugh nothing or... like comedy, just yeah. comedy or some 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 movies, some series, some yeah. some I I don't know some documentary, just moving you know animals or something. I don't know something like that. Yeah, definitely put on some Animal Planet. That one is a terrible <laughs> idea, actually. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, like, uh, yeah, that's these these TV shows on uh, Netflix. They're pretty cool. Some, something about dating. I, I don't know. Too hot to handle or something like that. You, you watch know? that? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I've watched. I've watched few episodes. You know, that's something you know, cool. You something to cool down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's funny. My old high school football coach. He's like, he was on Bachelorette, and like, he does all these shows now. It's funny. Um, mm. But. In regards to you spoke about property, right? You just got your first house a few months ago. Um, congrats, bro. That's that's huge. What is Thanks. your strategy currently um, with deploying, you know, cash? Is it just cash is king? Because we're in a little bit different uh, situations here. Mm -hmm. Obviously, U.S. with the housing market and the economy, and then obviously Germany with you know the energy crisis and all this stuff going on. Are you just sitting on the cash, or what are we doing? Right now, I'm only cash. Right now, I'm only cash, but I'm actively looking into investments uh, because in the crisis, the, the best opportunities arise. 100%. Um, so that's why I'm actively looking. I'm kind of more interested into buying boring businesses, you know, because oh, they are, sure. you know, recession proof, you know, buying, buying. I, that is kind of my current interest as of in, uh, investment point of view, like buying like car washes or laundromats or something like that. Yeah. Because you know you or maybe some something some like service-based companies like a plumber or something you know like even if you are the sitting in a yeah yeah it's it's basic necessities you know your your toilet is broke you know you need a plumber even if it's world war four or five <laughs> uh, you need you need, you need your yeah it's it's yeah you need a plumber it needs to fix so yeah yeah it seems yeah. that um you know the more years that go by, it seems that the boring things are a little bit more attractive. Like they're coming back, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, it's funny. What's so they basically diversify. Right now, I'm total like hundred percent, one hundred percent online based. You know, my business are online based. I no have, I don't have any kind of physical, uh, yeah, uh, except the property that I have right now. But um, yeah, I I need to get you know diversify, not put all the eggs in one basket, but. No. You know, a lot yes. of people talk about they all gloat on how they're financially free, right? Everyone says, you know, everyone that has a, a nice brick and border business, they're like, oh, I'm financially free. But you're not locationally free, right? So you are both, you know, financially free, but you're free and you're not stuck down to any tangible assets um, in, in one single location, right? Exactly. Yeah. Was there reasoning when you picked coding? Maybe there wasn't because it was so long ago. Were you thinking about that? Were you thinking, oh, I can do this from anywhere? Uh, definitely that was a big advantage um i was thinking about like uh, still right now that i i thank myself because it was the best decision of my oh, life because you know i can just take my laptop right now book a ticket to spain and just fly there you know yeah. grow from there i just need my laptop internet and that's it basically you know that's a big luxury that don't uh, that not everyone has and then last last thing here, you said, you know, you're actively looking for boring investments. Does that include digital assets as well? Or are those? Um, what do you mean by digital assets? So, you know, Ethereum, Bitcoin, 
uh, for sure. Like that's that I I won't consider it boring. Uh, that's still you know very yeah. uh, speculative. Uh, yeah. That maybe only twenty percent of my portfolio would be okay. allocated to, but mostly as you know we have experienced a lot of things i still believe in crypto i still am a huge follower um but i won't be you know putting everything in one basket and definitely have you started uh, dollar cross average or are you fully out right now uh i'm fully out right now i'm just uh, actively trading um but i'm not buying any assets right now okay interesting you're taking some swing trades huh a few days i'm taking I'm taking right now swing trades. I was actively day trading before, but I found out um, for day trading, you also need to focus, you know, like you need oh, to you be need in to the be game. Yeah. You need to be in the game and uh, do that only that, nothing else, you know. Definitely. And it's all, all, only about discipline. Trading is all about discipline. Oh. If you can't hold your discipline, it's, yeah. If you can just control, you know, your emotion with, with watching, yeah. you know, cutting losses and then also taking, not being greedy and taking profits. I mean, you're yeah. a really good trader. Yeah. And, and once you're an elite trader, I think I was talking about this in a previous video. Once you're elite at trading, I mean, you're pretty, I mean, you have- That's no, nothing better. Nothing, nothing better, better you can. right? You just yeah. print money. It's straight printing money. But it takes a long time and a lot of money lost to get to that point. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, sounds good, man. I really appreciate you coming on. It's been- uh, 32 minutes here. Is there anything else you want to wrap up with or any final comments? Um, I think that's uh, pretty much it. Uh, I don't know if you have any questions. Sure. I think that we pretty much covered everything, man. We went through crypto. We went through, you know, everything that how you came up with coding and developing. We talked about college, um, you know, yeah. investing with real estate. Are you planning to get uh, a property here soon? Another one in Germany? Uh, yeah, uh, of course. My plan is to get what, at least one property every year, uh, you know, build on my portfolio. Um, yeah, that's that's what I do. Um, and maybe I can touch a little bit more about my you know development business. Like what I'm doing right now is, you know, not freelancing anymore, but uh, it's all outsource, you know, like the whole business I have. Uh, it's what I have learned is, you know, your network is your net worth. You know, you have to build your network. That's going to be a net worth. And I have strong roots from Pakistan, as I told you, and uh, I speak the same language. I know how people are, how they behave and everything. So I can outsource uh, the services pretty cheap and I can manage them. I Right now, I also have like full-time managers, hired them. They are looking after the, you know, employees. We have the office right now. They're also based in Pakistan. Like some of them are, you know, like coming daily nine to five working but a lot of things are uh, also like remotely outsourced from different countries like main regions are bangladesh india and pakistan for all my uh, services and the acquisition uh, is still being uh, done in germany mm-hmm. uh, but i haven't done any crazy acquisition myself or marketing any kind of marketing it's all about you know the network that i have built people come to me like you know like it was the same with you like i also have to you know, do something with your nft project you know like it was also like just you know friend of friend and marketing it was not kind of a marketing or something yeah it's really interesting um you know some people don't need the networking side of things that you know if they're just growing they're all in on their agency you know i know people that have obviously been very successful without having to network but i will say in my personal experience just going to networking events here in the us i mean that's how i met you know our mutual friend paul 
that's how I met a lot of my really good friends now. I mean, I met you through Paul, right? So I would never known you if I didn't meet Paul at some random crypto. Exactly, just connect the points, you know, like. And every, yeah, that's, I mean, literally all my good friends nowadays, they all came from me just meeting at certain events and, and through different people. Exactly. Yeah. And it makes, it'll make you a lot of money and give you yeah. a lot, you know, many more opportunities. So that's, that's definitely super important. Yeah, the, the, basically the, the, secret recipe to make money is basically you know someone uh, you know there's demand and you know the right person who can fix that just combine you bring the, those two people together and you make money yep. there's nothing nothing crazy about it so yeah that's cool you touch on like you can call it like outsourcing arbitrage huh what do you call it yeah do you have a name for yeah. it yeah no i don't know it's just it's simple simple math basically yeah. definitely well, sounds good, man. I think that's, unless you have anything else, but I think we pretty much ran through everything. It was a pretty good talk. Yeah, thank you very much. Definitely, man. I really appreciate you coming on and we'll definitely be doing this more often. I mean, Moose and I are both gonna be pumping out content on YouTube, pretty much every single social media and we're going hard. We, you know, we have editors onboarded full time and we're super excited for these next few months coming up. Yeah. Definitely. Just check out my channel. I'm just gonna I'll link it uh, below. do a do a shameless plug here. And, uh, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I will be glad to be here. Yeah. Definitely. I'll link the channel below. Thank you, Musa. I really appreciate it, bro. And we'll talk soon. Yeah. Perfect. See you, man. Later, guys. Have a nice day. Bye, bye.